Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chris O's show. I'm your host, Chris O, as you know. Uh, today, I have a longtime friend of mine and really awesome person, Kyla Taylor of Launch and Prosper. And we are going to be talking about businesses and marketing. And Kyla's like a, an expert at making businesses uh, successful and, and getting their uh, voice and their brand out there into the world. And that's why I like having her on to chat. Well, welcome, Kyla. Hello, Chris. It's so good to be back. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have older uh podcast on muskokunlimited.com and there's three with Kyla so you can listen to those a lot of what we talk about is kind of evergreen business advice that you can listen to at any time of the year any year and uh and just get some really good uh good insight into things that you might be able to do and then maybe call Kyla and get more information so I guess we're going to start we were talking about how I recently revamped uh, muskokunlimited.com and put all the art and sales and 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 business sales are the book sales away and kind of revamped it to be a new kind of on brand, as you like to say, this is very much your brand, Chris, um, project <laughs> of, of news views, podcasts, and more, a lot of, uh, content that I'm creating and other people are contributing. So, um, so in that regard, when people are reinventing themselves or relaunching themselves or revamping themselves, when do you know it's the right time to do it? And when do you know maybe the right time to hold on? Such a great question. Um, the word that keeps coming to my mind is this, this concept of authenticity, Chris. And there's a lot of people who start businesses with an intention to, you know, they have a great idea and they start a business and they, they drive into this business and um, they, they don't necessarily look at the entire big picture or they don't calculate or um, get a good feel for their own strengths mm-hmm. and their own skill set. And, um, and so we kind of, kind of, I guess sometimes we jump in without really evaluating, right? So we have a great idea. We want to service a need in the market and, and we put our sign out on the street and we start to sell our wares or offer a service. And over time, it maybe feels like it's not working or it's not profitable or, uh, or, or the, or needs change in the environment and and those things trigger the need for change right so um not every idea is a profitable idea that's true and sometimes we have to find that out the hard way (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) um but also not every offer or service is well communicated in the market and sometimes we have to rearrange our language or how the business is positioned to capture the right market for that particular service offer product, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not a big fan of change and I don't think a lot of people are. So, so to answer your question about, you know, what, what, when do you know it's time to hold on or when do you know it's time to, to quit and change uh, tact? Um, I feel like it's, I feel like it's almost the same for each, but we evaluate it differently. Oh, okay. Right? So 
there's always a, a you'll hit a bottleneck. Yeah. The bottleneck could be um, can't meet the the demand with your supply. Your your business is thriving and but it's challenging and it's frustrating. It becomes un, unprofitable because you can't uh, you're not making things work. That's one. I mean, that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because those solutions are a little easier to find at that point. Huge. If you are profitable and you do have that kind of. Right. If you know the demands there. Um, uh, and sometimes you're not, though. I mean, uh, we've worked with businesses where they are full tilt boogie. They're they're producing, they're pushing their stuff. They they're making things work. But the cost of operating business mm. is so high because it's inefficient uh, or uh, supply chain issues. I think felt that um are happening and now they're running but the demand is still there and and that's the worst place for business to be right because when you the banks don't want to give you money when you need it Mm -hmm. they want to give you money when you don't need it 100 (laughs) percent. so that's that's where that's my favorite challenge actually is to come in there and i've had business owners at that particular crux go should i throw in the towel like is this actually working like i you know and and we have to sit. We have to take a step back and and reimagine the business model and say how do we open this up? Yes. And generally, it takes money. Hundred percent. So so in that in that situation, um, that's a don't quit situation. That's a because we're sitting to take it. We're sitting in a. I'm stuttering. <laughs> Too much. Um, but that's a situation where you have to take a very deep breath. And go back to the initial, what is the offer? What is the need? Yeah. Is the need truly a demand? Is there a market? Is the market size big? Good piece of the pie of. And if you're answering yes to those questions, then you, then you stick with what you're doing and you remodel the business so that the operating model works. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right? So that's when you don't want to quit. Uh, however, if you are at that place and you've, you've sunk a ton of money into a product or service offer and there isn't a demand, um, or the market has changed, the volatility yeah, which has happened. changed, right? Or, or something has stopped being manufactured. Now you're selling a good that you can't buy a, buy a widget for, yeah. you, know? <laughs> you kind of have to, you kind of have to phase out. Yes. Right. And, and that is a hard stop. It's like, what am I doing? I'm trying to sell something that nobody wants. Uh, and that's when you have to take a good hard look at your yourself and your the idea in the first place and go, what problem was I solving? Yes. Is it still a problem? Yes. If it's not, then I'm not solving anything. No longer, man. Okay, time to be in. Yes. Um, but I don't think you've done either of those things with Skoka Unlimited. No, I, t- I changed tack. I, I think so too. I think what I did was I went more on brand for myself personally. Whereas originally I was trying to make it a very much a collective with artists and authors and creative people and make it a creative hub for people. Um, but then I realized as, you know, it was me and Jason Coonan and a couple other people. And I always mentioned Jason, maybe Stacy Thornton for a bit, whatever. Like yeah, you have some great friends, great, you know, great collaborators who, who were really putting time and, and effort into things. Um, but it wasn't coming back and we weren't really getting like we broke even for two years. But the first outlay, all that initial outlay to get everything started wasn't coming back. Right. And so we weren't actually making money. We we're breaking even. But then I started looking. I'm like, OK, but we're only breaking even a hard cost. Right. right. You're not counting the time everybody's putting in. You're not counting this, this and that. Right. 
And so I was like, but this, this isn't going to be me forever. So then I started thinking, okay, I'll take a step back. I'll find someone to take it on. Uh, we'll, we'll charge the artist some annual fees to help with the hard costs, which will then hopefully mean some uh, profits as we go forward and sell art and books and everything, which mm. we were doing okay. Not great, but we were doing okay in that regard because right. we would do a couple shows a year and there was a lot of exposure and it was a lot of marketing and promotion. Oh my gosh, you were hustling. You were on the yeah. ground a lot. Yes. And then, but none of that was coming back. Right. And so eventually I was like, okay, well, there's only like four of us really putting any effort in. I'm the one putting all the money in. Right. And so I was like, no, we can't keep doing this. And, and then I thought I found people that were going to take it over and run the day to day with it. And then uh, only 40% of the artists wanted to pitch money in out of, you know, which wasn't enough to cover all the hard costs. And, 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 and I had already started kind of in the last six months wanting to go towards more content based and maybe start a new website on my own and be behind the scenes with Muskoka Unlimited, let someone else take it over. And then I realized, well, you know, and it was actually Jason who, who said, Chris, Muskoka Unlimited is your brand. And if no one's taking it over to do what you initially started, then keep your brand, re- make it your brand. Yeah. And what do I do? Well, I'm 20 years in the media, almost minus one year. I'm almost 20 years in the media um, as a, a professional writer and uh, 10 plus years hosting podcasts through Hunters Bay Radio. And, 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 and I'm like, well, that's what I do. I create content. I interview people. I, I have opinion pieces. I, I know how to, how to work around a bit of a video, not really great like other people, but we can build to that. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe, you know, we get some money and we start hiring some young kids who are looking to get some videos done and make some money doing it. We pay them to get some content, right? So yeah, I thought, no, I need to do what I'm good at. I'm good at editing. I've done a ton of editing because we had freelancers through Hunters Bay Radio and I was helping be their, uh, you know, online editor and content editor for a while. Right. So these are all things that I'm like, do what you're good at, go to what you know. And that's why we revamp, you know, and now it's like, it's started, we're rebuilding. Right. And, you know, by the time you hear this, we'll be really rebuilt. Um, but yeah, I needed to take a step back and be like, no, no, you're good at this. Absolutely. Well, and do what you're good at. That's that authenticity piece, right? Yeah. You have that absolute awareness of where your skill set is. And, but you know, you've moved so far forward that I don't really want to go back and dissect the old business model. Yeah, we shouldn't because it's done. We shouldn't. (laughs) But for anybody listening, though, who is maybe thinking about switching it up or something isn't working in what they're doing, um, the one thing we didn't talk about was, you know, you said it wasn't profitable and you weren't, you were getting hard costs barely covered and not profiting. That industry was, is hard. The arts, the arts are so difficult to make money. I have so many friends in theater, visual Mm -hmm. art, journalism, you name it. Um, Arts and letters. It's, it's a, you know, our society has moved away from truly investing in, in, in the arts. And I'd love to change that, but uh, that's a long process (laughs) for now. It's a labor of love, right? But, but it shouldn't be. And, and so the only thing I wanted to point out in that particular old business model, uh, because somebody out there might in this situation in a totally other sector is to look at your pricing strategy and how are things priced and, and do people truly understand their costs? Right. So we're going to take a break. Are we? Oh, I just hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. thought. We're going to come right back. We need to take a break on 88, seven, the Bay, because they got to put some sponsors in, or if you're listening on muskokinlimited.com, just click on the next link and uh, click on the next podcast and you're good to go. 
All right. So we will be right back with Kyla Taylor of Launch and Prosper. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. And welcome back to the Chris O Show on 88.7 FM, The Bay, or on MuskokaUnlimited.com. Either way, thanks for listening. I have a very wonderful guest today, Kyla Taylor of Launch and Prosper. The first half of the show, uh, we cut off talking about looking at your pricing model, looking at you know, especially in tougher industries that you're doing more as a labor of love and passion um, and and how maybe sometimes you got to adjust that and recognize, oh, if this is an online art gallery, you can't charge hard gallery, you know, prices. If you're if your art is in a business like a restaurant or uh, another business like a physio lab or something, even though if it's for sale, you can't charge gallery prices because. You don't need to pay gallery prices out to those people. Often they're doing it as a favor and not collecting any money from you, right? Or maybe they're only collecting 10% because it's not an actual art gallery and that's not their main business. So, you know, that's one some of the things we were talking about. And I know you were going to go forward with that. So I'll let you keep going from there. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Thanks for, <laughs> thank you for taking a break. Um, no, we were just, and, and on top of that, the broader picture though, I mean, to get back to your original question about when do people know when it's time to quit transition, not using the P word, we've heard it a lot, but when it's time to rebuild their business yes. or rebrand their business. And so I was just going back to say that before you truly rebrand, relaunch, um, the, one of those major flaws, and, and we were talking about people in the art sector, is pricing. And if you don't understand the numbers clearly, sometimes that, that's a big part of the data that you need to make data-driven decisions, right? So that I would say that the first piece we talked about was, you know, your, how are you positioned? Are you um, offering a service or product that actually has an identified market demand? How big is the size of the market so that you can uh, make sure that, that you can get a good piece of the pie so that there's growth opportunities? Um, and, then, and then again, looking at that pricing and profit ratio, so some people are banging their heads against the wall right now because they're not making money in their business. And so we look at that and go, is it a marketing issue? Is it a, is it an operational efficiency issue? Is it, um, you know, is, is it, is it their pricing? Uh, and so that's, that's the other piece. So I just kind of wanted to point that out for listeners who might be struggling to, to make enough money. And, and there's a good possibility that they're underpriced and they also don't understand the cost of doing business. And then there's the fear, right? The, if you've been operating that way for a very, very long time, there's the fear of, well, if I raise my prices, I will lose my customers. Yes. So if you have a huge awareness, if you have a really, really solid awareness of all of that, all of those pieces that go into play to how you are priced, then you're much more confidently to promote it yes. to market. So that's, I just wanted to tie that one up with a bow. But let's get back to, I'm really excited about, about what's happening with Muskoka Unlimited because it sounds to me like you made a very conscientious decision to make a transition in your business model, one that is now like full steam ahead, building momentum and working for you Yes, because you brought your business back into all the things that you are truly authentically solid at, right? Yes. You're, you're a writer, you're a creator, you are... Uh, a journalist. Yeah. Um, at heart. Absolutely. That's my trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both. I mean, I think it's, well, no, like, let's not take, let's not diminish the fact that you have education. Yeah, I do. In, in that, in that arena, you have extremely solid experience. 
confidence. So you've you've honed your craft. Yes. And you have I'm a passion. I'm still honing. Stop. You don't stop. I but, don't. I don't think we ever stop. No, and I no, I do, I do, and I and I and I enjoy like I wrote a, a column about Michael Jordan, um, the NBA great, and talking about why he's the greatest of all time, and that one was cool because you're researching statistics, and then it was an opinion piece, so I got to put all my opinions in there and draw on some of my childhood experiences of watching him play um, to, to say why he's the best, right? And then put some statistics to back up what you're talking about and all that stuff. And then, so it's a mix of, you know, some journalism skills of researching what's happening and, and double checking facts and then adding your opinions and, and, and you're just kind of creative writing a bit in that sense. Um, so that's always fun. And, and just, I, I kind of also looked at it. I'm like, what is nobody kind of doing? In and I'm like, no one's really like, we got some hard news sites, got a ton of hard news. None of them are really doing features unless it's paid sponsorship features. Right. So we're growing towards that where what I'd like to see is some young up and coming media writers and journalists um, being able to pay them uh, to, to do features, to interview three or four people and research some stats and do some comparison uh, news features that nobody's doing that I used to do all the time when I was younger and had the ability and the, you know, the, the media entities behind me, like sun media and post media and whatnot, where I could go and do all this. And so I'd like to make Muskoka Unlimited and have, you know, at least once a week, we're, we're putting out some cool features like that, where there's like some real hardcore journalism going on. And we're, and I'm editing and teaching some of these young cats on how to do it. Right. And, awesome. and, and help them grow. Now that's part of the future project as we get funding to do that. But yeah, like that's, that's part of the goal is to, feel those niches in this area where there's not those niches. And the beauty about being online is because we're unlimited, even though we're in the Muskoka part is we're based in Muskoka and we're going to have a lot of local guests and promote a lot of local things as we can, but we're unlimited in the fact that we can really talk about anything. We can write about anything. We can talk about anything. We're on the web. So, and we're a com. So literally anybody's going to get in touch with us if they start seeing content they like, and they start subscribing and following all our stuff. So you know, it's, it's, we have a huge market, you know, and I've decided that there's two options. And one of the options is going value for value. So do you see value? Are you reading all our stuff? Are you listening this and that? Well, if you are, then support with a couple of dollars. It doesn't yeah. can be as simple as a dollar a month. It can be as simple as a $20 kind of uh, sub donation in a sense, but it's not really, it's supporting the site, right? I know that the guardian, they do that. They're great. They've done great with that. And, and other, other sites out there trying to stay ad free. So that's my first goal. If that doesn't work, you just what you do is you get enough subscribers and people following you and stuff. And then you turn that into advertising dollars. But my goal would be to only go with advertisers. I believe in what they do and that I feel are honest and, and, and conscious and community that somehow aligned. they're aligned with your, they're aligned mission. with my mission yeah. and my values. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and like, why, why do you feel this is important? You said you're filling a niche, right? Where there isn't well, one being filled. So what, what is that niche? Like, what is well, it that you're bringing to the table? Well, why do people want it? Well, I feel like there's not a lot of just fun, entertaining journalism in our area. Um, I feel like there's, there's, there's kind of a hole there and there's not a lot of news and there's not a lot of these kind of, you know, these contributors columns that are not paid sponsorship that are just people being honest and trying to give advice and tips. Right. right. So there is that niche and there's not a lot of people, I, nobody else that's like me in the sense of doing um, everything that I do. Right. Like, I, I can do, I can write great stories and journalism stories and marketing stories, 
I can take a few photos. I know how to do some of that. I know how to lay out a page. I know how to edit a page. I know how to host a podcast and 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 even edit the podcast after if I need to, right? Even though I I Honest Bay Radio does it for me. <laughs> but I mean, I know how to do it at home if I need to, right? Um, and so I'm taking all those skills where there's not a lot of people with those multimedia skills and putting them in one spot. And I didn't see anybody doing any of these fun kind of, you know, just fun features about stuff. That's local. That isn't gossip. That isn't gossip. Right. Or, and you know, that's what I think what I love. And like, if, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Unsolicited. No talk. <laughs> observation is that your writing is, is pure. Yeah. Like for lack of a better word, it's, it's not rifled with fear. It's not, it's, it's not talking about the neighbor down the street who no. cut a tree on the wrong side of the fence. Um, I kind of, as an outsider looking in, and and living in a small community mm-hmm. where, you know, the news is, is weather, traffic. I mean, there's important stories to Police. talk about, but, but what about content for content's sake, for recreational purposes, yep. for informative purposes too? I mean, there's lots of stuff on, on uh, Muskoka Unlimited that, that I, I love that you, you provide links to resources. Mm-hmm. And so there's great articling. Links to all this, like, even like the science stuff we've done. Yeah. Um, you know, there's links to those, to those websites, like Friends of Muskoka Watershed. And, you know, we're talking about water flea Daphnia. Like you should go listen to that. It's really actually informative with Dr. Norman. Yeah. And he's like one of the top, like 10 people in the world as an expert, he's been doing it since college and he's like retired now. So he was, his university thesis was about Daphnia. We talk to him and we learn about them. This amazing creature that can like help us save humanity. Okay, so where's Daphnia? Is that, isn't that in water the watershed? In the water. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> So it's almost like you are taking small town and broadening, broadening the it. mind. That's what I'm trying you're, to do. Like you're creating an unlimited opportunity for people to get out yeah. of living in their very sort of bubbles. comfortable bubbles, right? I get mean, out we of your are, hey, I'm in a comfortable bubble here. I love Muskoka. Like I, I'm everywhere, but and we do work in the states and yeah. we do work across Canada. But there's something absolutely fabulous about going into the post office or, you know, uh, yeah. for those listening, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I have friends come to visit and they know what wine to grab me. And yes. that is small town life, yeah. you know, and that's incredible. Uh, but what Muskoka Unlimited is doing is there, it's like broadening small town life. hundred percent. And to me, that's, here's the view. It's like the view from here. Yep. Looking at here and elsewhere and looking beyond. And, you know, this is kind of like, you know, I'm, you know, a 40 year old father of two. Right. Like, um, you know, husband of one. Um, and, uh, that's good. And, uh, no polygamy there. And, um, and I'm looking at everything like from my lens, but sometimes that, that's other people's lens too. And sometimes it's just fun and funny and good for everybody to hear and see and listen to and read. And then I'm providing other people's thoughts and ideas and views and information with the podcast and with some of the writing and with this and this and that. So, you know, it's just something that I felt like wasn't out there. There wasn't like a one spot, mm-hmm. you know, like the Bay does a great job with what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other, other media entities who I follow are, do a great job with what they do, but this was a niche that wasn't f- being filled. This was an area that wasn't being filled by someone local. Well, and that's what I think is critical. Like, I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about their businesses because they're afraid of the competition, yes. but, but back to your transition piece you've authentically transitioned, you've switched up your business model. Um, 
by, by being boldly yourself and mm-hmm. offering your service to the world rather than looking at it from a perspective of what's going to make me successful. Yeah. And I think that's brilliant. So how do you feel? Oh, I feel good. Like it's actually, it's actually helped even with my, uh, my writing for Dockside and just keeping, keeping the creative process flowing because now I'm constantly working on stuff every day and it's fun. So it doesn't feel like work, you know? So when I do have to do my actual work writing that pays my bills, <laughs> it's not like <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling okay about it. And I'm feeling a little more like I just, the other day I wake up and I'm like, Oh, it's like six in the morning. I'm having my first couple of sips of coffee and I'm writing a story because things are hitting me so fast now because I'm back in the groove, right. which I felt like I got out of the groove for like a few months. Like when I ran for council unsuccessfully in that, I got out of that creative groove and I'm like, that's not me. And now I'm back. And then it's like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Everything's just coming constantly. Right. So that's our to be continued combo. That is how our we are going to get you the money to grow this business yeah. and look at making it profitable. Exactly. Now that you love it. Exactly. And on that note, we have to go as I think we're over time, but that's okay because it's me. And so thank you, Kyla Taylor of Launch and Prosper. And uh, we will talk to everyone. Thanks for listening. 88.7 The Bay or MuskokaLimited.com. Either way, we do appreciate your support.